Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris, and uh, the question I have for you today is, have you ever loved something unconditionally? When you build a brand and when you build something, you build something that you end up loving. Now, that doesn't mean that you're attracted to it. It doesn't mean that you want to smooch it. It doesn't mean that you want to go to bed with it. Um, It means that you have unconditional love for it. In other words, no matter what it feeds you back or what you feed it, you love it. This state of unconditional love is very similar to how we feel when somebody dies. They're gone. We still love them. Uh, Grandma and grandpa, you may have memories of someone, someone really precious in your life that has passed, but there's no condition. You can't have a condition. The story that I remember most for myself is when my children sailed off with their mum on a yacht. I was left sitting behind two years of grief and terrible remorse about everything that had transpired. And one day I just looked up at the moon and I saw the moon and I went, geez, my kids see the same moon. And I let myself love them without having a condition that I was able to touch them or be near them or play with them or see the benefit of my money uh, educating them. I was separated but connected. And this unconditional love is so important for us to recognize because it transcends the joke of wanting to connect sex and uh, love. It transcends the idea of attachment and pain and it it transcends all the concepts, the lower-minded concepts of controlling what we love so it can't leave and uh, in a way marrying what we love so that we can the, the danger of losing it is taken away so we end up with this thing that says well I love this thing enough for it if it if it's meant to be somewhere else then let it be somewhere else what I do is say is I love it whether it's there or not there Unconditional love is really the greatest state of the human condition. And if you can learn how to do that, and in the 30-day challenge, you will have been introduced to what's called the discard process, which is 16 columns on a sheet of paper. And uh, whenever I've finished a relationship or had something happen that I didn't ask for, and that I had said before it happened that I loved this thing, but then had gone into pain when I lost it or it changed or it didn't do what I expected it to do. I always go back to this to the discard form, the 16 columns, and I fill these this form out. Um, I remember my last marriage when it finished, and we finished amicably. It was beautiful. My I introduced my ex partner to her what was to become her new partner. Um, I didn't expect it to quite take off so quick, so there was a degree of letting go that I was expecting to take longer with, and it it happened really quick. And so I sat down for 48 hours um, with two reams of um, A4 paper, drawing columns on these things, and drew 16 column sheets, and went through two reams of A4 paper in two days and I just sat there and ate and worked and drank coffee and stayed up late at night and had tears but I just worked through the whole thing and in 48 hours it was all over and I think uh, the same process can take people 50 years, 60 years. Uh, I know my dad was still grieving my, my his first wife 
when he passed and he was 90-something years old and she passed when he was 30. So 60-something years hanging on to something that was what he called love but was a lower level of love. And if you if it comes time to deal with something, uh, and especially the brand we're building and the brand that we deliver, our personal brand and what we give to people, we can't give it conditionally. If we give kindness and there's a condition that they say thank you for it, uh, it may turn out that we're, uh, well, we're not really giving. We're trying to get something from people by giving. So the unconditionality of delivering what you deliver through your brand and you deliver what people want, it has to be unconditional, whether they pay you or don't pay you, whether they like you or don't like you, whether they... um, whether they give you approval or don't give approval or, or whatever it is, you give, and it's it's no different to your children. They don't, you know, you give, you bring them up and you love them and no matter, sort of, they're not always the most thankful people on earth, even though you'd like them to be. Not It doesn't always feed back into a positive experience, And but being able to be there. Now, unconditional love is in 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 sport called the zone, so it is not necessarily such a metaphysical way off place. It actually, uh, when you're playing golf, if you get a hole in one, typically it's because you were in the zone or you putted a ball, uh, the golf ball, through a green and it, and it went into the hole from you know 20 metres away. Sometimes we're so connected to what we're doing, it is called unconditional love. Now, I know sporty people don't like that language. They rather say the word zone. Um, business people also don't like the language unconditional love they call it flow or some other uh, state mind uh, inspiration or uh, totally you know uh, again in the zone so we have many words Um, uh, unconditional love is the thing that we feel every now and again with our partner or but it is the subcurrent so deep in the human condition the soul it only has unconditional love. The soul can't speak. It doesn't have judgment. It doesn't expect things. It doesn't want things. It doesn't need anything. It only has unconditional love. And it's why it's really important to find this space. It's a soul connection to ourselves. And if it's unconditional love, soul connection to others. You find this experience when you're going, uh, uh, for example, if you walk in the mountains and you realize how small you are and how big the mountains are and you stand there in awe of all this and you realize that these mountains don't give a shit whether you're there or not and you feel unconditionally loved by the mountains if you go to a monastery and the the monks um, and you have this western expectation that's going to be really strict and disciplined and you have to do this and if you don't do that someone's going to come and tell you off but the monks there's dogs walking around because they'll never kick a dog out of a monastery they'll never kick a person out of um, out of a monastery either even if that person behaving um, in contrast to the rules of a monastery this unconditionality and the unconditional smile you get from 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 great people Another great example is my old yoga teacher, Tabby Joyce, who's now, you're not allowed to mention his name because he used to connect with women in strange ways in yoga classes, in public, and now some of those people have claimed that this was inappropriate and they should have protested at the time, I guess. But 
the most extreme emotion I ever saw Patabi Joyce have in relation to another human being was to say, oh, bad lady. So one lady came to stay at the yoga center. She, uh, he said, you can, she said, I was work, she was working for Time magazine. She was writing an article. But she really was doing an undercover story trying to immerse herself in the culture so that she got a, uh, an experience of his, what he, they called inappropriate touching during a class. And he wrote, she wrote a really nasty article about him, went back a long way. And when everybody went to him and said, uh, Guruji, there's a, that person who's been your close friend for the last uh, three months, stayed in your house, stayed in your yoga class, done work with you and all these things. She wrote a really bad article in Time magazine. He just said, oh, bad lady. And that was the end of it. And that's what I'm talking about when I talk about unconditional love. It's just the ability to say whether you like me or don't like me, whether you reward me or don't reward me, whether you accept me or don't accept me, I still will work for you. I still do my thing. I still deliver what I deliver and I still love what I deliver to the world and I give it freely. Um, if it's delivered in a good way in a, in a Western world, you will be remunerated quite well for it, of course. So, unconditional love. It's food for thought and it's part of your personal brand to understand and know and to be able to go to this place, uh, which I call home, by the way, uh, in your heart, in your soul, called unconditional love. This is Chris. You have a beautiful day. Bye for now.